Hello and welcome to another episode of the ongoing podcast, It's Intentional. This is Mike Piccarillo, Executive Director for CASDA. I'm your host. So welcome back. I wanted to delve back into the topic of relationships. Because let's face it, it's all about relationships. Relationships are the most influential and cost-effective ways to ensure learning in a trusting and supportive environment can occur. Simon Sinek, you may recall, wrote a book a number of years ago called Start With Why. Sinek asserts, when faced with challenges or tasks, most people will start with the question of how do we do this? Or what will we do to tackle this challenge? And Cynic says where we really should be starting is with the question of why? Why are we doing what we are doing? What's our purpose? What's our motivation? What's our passion? So this led me to think What's your purpose, your motivation, or your passion as an educator? I have a couple of questions. Is your why as an educator to work with and support your students from a whole child perspective? Is your why as an educator your love of a particular subject and your desire to share this enjoyment and passion for the subject with your students? in a hope of sparking a connection between them and the subject matter. These are important questions, and they're not asked in a judgmental way. They're really asked to hopefully reveal for the educator whether you side with, to some degree, or lean towards a particular theory or approach to education. The theories that I want to talk about today are Abraham Maslow's theory of hierarchy of needs and Benjamin Bloom's theory of the taxonomy of learning. And this all came about as I was surfing the internet for some information And I came across an article in DiverseEducation.com written by Dr. Antonio Ellis. It's titled, America's School Districts at Decision-Making Crossroad. And Dr. Ellis was talking about this challenge right now of opening schools and whether or not to have in-person instruction. He looked at this question from the perspective of the mindset of stakeholders what that mindset ultimately may lead to in regards to how people form their opinions and positions about reopening schools. He focused on Maslow's hierarchy of needs. He also focused on Bloom's taxonomy for learning, which I think was an interesting way to look at this issue. But he also posed the solution as an either-or decision. Either you 
look at the reopening challenge from a Maslow's hierarchy of needs perception or from a Bloom's taxonomy perception. Now, if you're familiar with Abraham Maslow's hierarchy of needs, you know the hierarchy is structured in such a way it begins with addressing basic human needs. That's level number one. It starts with physiological needs, air, water, food, shelter, safety, sleep, and clothing in some cases. It asserts ensuring physiological needs are met are the key to the first step in ascending the five levels of this hierarchy to ultimately self-actualization. I think it's interesting when you talk about the reopening of schools and you look at needs. Well, let's talk about physiological needs first. You think that this would be straightforward, right? In a country like the United States, with the wealth that we have, Meeting these basic physiological needs would be easy. However, it's not so straightforward. Actually, there's so much inequity, racial, social, economic, that students, even prior to the pandemic, were not having physiological needs met. And that was impacting their learning. And when the pandemic hit, think about all of the difficulty that occurred with trying to feed students and families in need. You know, the idea that any student would go hungry is, I think, for most of us, unfathomable. And yet, this is a problem that has been ongoing. But the next level, if we are able to achieve all students' physiological needs are met, the next level is safety. And certainly safety is a, a huge issue. And there is a physical safety, emotional safety, mental health level safety. And this goes not only for students, but for educators as well. Like physiological needs, students and adult safety needs have been certainly prominent issues to contend with even before the pandemic. The third level is love and, love and belonging. The fourth is esteem and esteem needs. And then the highest level is self-actualization. Now, in Maslow's theory, to reach self-actualization, one's needs at the other four levels, especially at the first two, physiological and safety, must be met. Then, with love and belonging and esteem needs, at least to some degree, in order for self-actualization to take place. Now, when you compare that to Bloom's work on the taxonomy of learning, there you're talking about a theoretical framework that identifies three domains of learning 
within cognitive skills and cognitive learning. And they revolve around knowledge, comprehension, and critical thinking. That's related to or specific to a particular subject. There are six levels of cognitive learning according to the revised version of Bloom's taxonomy. Each level is conceptually different. The six levels are remembering, understanding, applying, analyzing, evaluating, and creating. Now, if you place Maslow's hierarchy of needs alongside Bloom's taxonomy for learning, you begin to realize that in order for educators to expect students to be learning at a high level, their basic needs have to be met. That's a prerequisite. To get to self-actualization, therefore, to be able to operate at a high level of Bloom's taxonomy, where students are analyzing, evaluating, and creating, basic needs have to be met. So what I'm saying is relationships play a huge role here because through relationships, we can ensure that students' needs are met at the base level of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. At that level, we can then begin to expect students to learn at a high level of Bloom's taxonomy of learning. So they go really, in a lot of respects, hand in hand. They really are interrelated. Now, I was looking for you know, examples of this happening in schools, and I came across one that, I, and it was really just pure luck, but I came across the website for Westminster Public Schools in Colorado. And interestingly, their motto is, where education is personal. So you know that this is focused on relationships. They have a division of social emotional learning and student agency. If you go to their website, westminsterpublicschools.org, you can find their education self-care grid, which was developed during COVID-19. The basis for the grid is in the left-hand column. The left-hand column is Maslow's hierarchy of needs. For each level of the hierarchy of needs, they list challenges and opportunities for students in one column, families in another column, and educators in another column. So for example, for physiological needs, a challenge is that students' basic needs may be compromised. The opportunities are described as establishing trust in adults to ensure basic needs are met. Wow. So that really aligns to what I was speaking about earlier. Trust, the basis for all supportive relationships, is the foundation to a critically important factor in student learning. 
which is relationships, positive relationships with adults. Policymakers, leaders, educators, parents, communities, they must determine what's most important in the development of their children. Is it their social emotional well-being or their cognitive growth or both? Important questions. Let me share a quote from the Westminster website under their SEL recovery framework. The quote is from educator, writer, and consultant Margaret Wheatley. It starts, it is possible to prepare for the future without knowing what it will be. The primary way to prepare for the unknown is to attend to the quality of our relationships, to how well we know and trust each other. Well, I think I've made my point about relationships and trusting relationships. So let me finish by saying this. We started with some questions about Bloom's taxonomy or Maslow's hierarchy of needs and what your why is. And as you ponder where you think you align better to Maslow or Bloom, and as you ponder your why, don't forget that it's really all about relationships in the end. I hope you'll tune into the next episode if it's intentional. And until then, be well. <laughs>